Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. This is weird. Richie Richie brought in this article from RT, which is Russia Today. Right. Right. Uh, and the headline reads, Joseph Stalin arrested. That's all we're going to say. We're not going to read the article. It's right. clickbaity enough. All right. No, okay, no. Just... There we go. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. What is it like? Got to read the article. Oh. It's the most clickbaity article I found. I didn't even bring that in for tonight. I just, I came across that and I shared it with the host group, yep. hoping that someone would find it clever enough to pick up earlier this week. And no one did. No, so just here we you. Are. Just me. Yep. So yeah, Joseph Stalin. But because I'm ill-prepared, we're like, oh, let's lead with that tonight. Well, because it's a clickbaity. You're like, what's the title of the show? I'm like, it clearly has to be clickbaity. <laughs> And that's the most clickbaity headline. I've it is a very time. Sunday article. You know, you can't do this article during the week. Are you sure it's a it's a it's not a soft J? It's not Yosef Stalin. And you can pronounce it however you want. Oh, okay, Joe Stalin, Joe uh, Stalin, the head of Sri Lankan Teachers Union, has been detained for holding a banned protest. B a n n e d, not b a n d. What is the name of this protest leader? Mm. Sri Lanka authorities on Wednesday arrested one Joseph Stalin. Not the erstwhile Georgian Generalismo. Is that how you say that? Generalismo? Yeah, I guess so. But the head of the Island Teachers Union. There was a story. I don't know how old the story is, but it was a doctor who had like three schizophrenic patients who all thought they were Jesus. It's it's very common with people that have schizophrenia. But he put them in the room at the same time oh, to try no, to let them work really... it out. No, that's unprofessional. <laughs> He's like, you're, that's... you all think you're Jesus. Only one of you can be right. Like, let's let's see what happens. No, that's an awful idea. As it turns out, they all still thought they were Jesus and that the other you two don't... were still fraudsters. Yeah, you don't say. <laughs> well, one of you have to be the real Jesus. So which one is it? False prophets galore. Duke it out. I don't know if they duked it out, but, you know. <laughs> Call in the beast. Apparently, there's some technicalties in the background. I was consulting with our producers to see what is uh. what is the matter. And so hopefully that has all been remedied and rectified and, uh, you know, otherwise smoothed over. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm awaiting confirmation. So meanwhile... We're just going to pretend like we're still on the air? Well, we, we are. Oh, okay. uh, we've been broadcasting in... Wait, we're on the air? Some way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Stalin Joseph arrested. Joseph Stalin arrested. That is hilarious. Let's just start from the top. Is, is there more to say about Joseph Stalin being arrested? No, it's a clickbaity headline for a Sri Lankan protester. It's just funny, right? Because you name your kid Joseph Stalin, number one, why? And number two, there's got to be some sort of expectation that they're going to be some great leader at some point. And no, they're on the other side. Like, this is the Joseph Stalin with with his neck under the boot of the state, not with his foot in the boot. Wah, wah. If I'm a, uh, a a German resident and I have children, I am not naming my children either Adolf or Hitler. Why not? And I think most German people agree with that. I, I would hope so. Do you think they're going to overthrow the country and take over the political realms and we're well, going to have the rise it's of second in Adolf? Poor taste. I just don't want my kids to be that bullied through school. Okay. Right now, if they grow up and they want to change their name to Adolf Hitler later in life, that's their choice. Yeah, nothing I can do about that. Depends what school they go to. You could get a school where they're getting hailed all the time. 
<laughs> Where do you hail from? <laughs> then they'll really have a I complex. Be- I believe it's called Heil, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Silly Americans. For the same, I mean, why do I not want to name my children that? For the same reason, I don't want to name him Joseph Stalin, you know, okay. or any other horrific politician, or you know, mass murder, you know, like are you going to name your your kids? Uh, oh gosh, I can't. Jeffrey Dahmer, right? You know, like, yeah. Well, and I know some. <laughs> how people, many names are off limits, really? Well, I know some people just name their kids random stuff, like oh, I like this random name. That sounds nice, but it. Personally, I think that children's names should have significant meaning. I think politicians all wear neckties. Probably. Strangled Red flag. Um, you know, when, when you... It's on the list of extremists. Yeah. <laughs> People that wear neckties. <laughs> we talked about that last night, too. And uh, it's, it's comical. It's comical that uh, the United States government is targeting, you know, United States citizens, so to speak. Uh, well, I, they're domestic terrorists. Of course implies, they have to ta- uh, target this them. This implies that there are some feral terrorists running around as well. <laughs> I, even, I even brought my ANCAP hat. Oh, I love just it. Just for that. That's great. Now, I do see that it, okay, it can only go on one way. It is half black and half yellow. Yeah. I wonder if there's another version of that hat where it's half yellow and half black. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know. Is a zebra white with black stripes or black with white stripes? I don't know. I'm thinking specifically of that Star Trek episode, uh, the original series, Star Trek OG, uh, where there's a guy who's half painted black and half painted white. Yeah. And he's fighting against another guy who appears oh, to but also be the half, pa- way, yeah. half painted black and white, but it's white and black, not black and white. Yeah. And nobody really notices the difference until Except like you know, midway yeah. through the show or whatever. And then they're like, oh. You're black on the left side, and he's black on the right side. Those old episodes of Star Trek are way too woke for me, dog. I just wanted to say that with regard to uh, showing any Nazi signs like uh, the swastika and stuff like that, that's strictly prohibited in Germany. You can actually be, it's against the law. I mean, it's a crime that you can be penalized for that seriously. Um, With regard to naming your child. What are they going to do, throw you in the gulag? Um, that would be up to the jury. I don't think anybody's dared to uh, give them that opportunity. <laughs> All right. You know what about what about um, naming your kid like Adolf Hitler or something along those lines, or just Adolf? I, I think I think the same thing would be, would would apply, and I think the laws are kind of written that way. But you'd have to go to the Standesamt, which means the uh, Office of Registration, where you'd register the name of a, of a child who's just born, who you're naming, yep. and then you, the Standesamt would either turn it down or accept it, and if the and if someone turns it down, then you could go to the wait, mayor. Wait, wait, wait. So in Germany, the government has to approve the name you choose for your child? It's not just um, Germany. Well, There's a handful of European countries that have BS oh, like that. Oh, that's... But, well, however, like however, say, hold on, Robert, one second. But then you have sure. people here, like Elon Musk, that name their kid unintelligible letters and numbers and symbols. Yeah. And then you go, that's why they have the law. I really do feel like neckties are a sign of like being an elitist. Okay. Or at least wanting to or be part. Or at least a part. D-bag. Wanting to be part of the It's the same way I feel about golf. Okay. <laughs> like I don't I don't have anything against people who like want to go play golf. It's just that golf is generally speaking a little bit racist and very elitist. Captain, it's like Ew, I'm, I'd hate to uh, call you out here. Call me out. I have Photo evidence of you playing golf. <laughs> he's you know, a cis white male. He's, he's allowed. 
You do. <laughs> but but I guarantee you, I am not wearing a tie. You are not wearing a tie. You're probably wearing that same outfit. <laughs> probably wearing this exact same outfit. I believe I'm wearing a hat as well. Yep. Which I rarely do. But uh, It was sunny. When I it's, get it. When yep. it's sunny and or rainy, I will don some sort of a... Uh, a head device, mostly to keep. Head device. Yes. Was, it, was this the real golf or like the putt putt mini golf? No, oh, it was mini it was, golf at Rogers. It campground. was worse than putt putt mini golf because it was Rogers campground. Nineteen okay. seventies. And they they have obviously not maintained these okay. mini golf holes like at all. Like I saw pictures on social media. I wasn't sure if we were talking about what I've seen. Photo evidence of yeah, it was at some uh, other golf encounter. It was at Fork Fest this year. It was okay. the the first annual. Uh, what do we call it? Mini golf. Tournament. No, no. I don't know if I can say the name it, it on the radio. The, the f- it was the four, the four coxmen of the apocalypse. I wear a necktie every day and a jacket. Why? And I have to tell you a couple things. I think it's elitist to say it's elitist to wear a necktie. Oh, okay. You're woke, <laughs> right? And two, the girls love neckties. Well, are, uh, are you compelled to wear the necktie? Yeah, yeah. It, do you wear? Do you wear them voluntary? voluntarily, or is it like required oh, by like yeah, your job no. or whatever? I do, and I get great service at Walmart. They'll open a register for me. <laughs> well, look, a guy in a tie. We better open a new register for this guy. Well, yeah, you and the girls. I get. I'm an old man. And I get smiles and looks, and people talk to me. Why do you? So, are, are you saying that when you don't wear the necktie and the suit coat, that nobody talks to you and you get crappy service? Exactly. Exactly. It's all about the necktie. So I how, believe it. Honestly. How often do you not wear the necktie and the suit coat? Uh, I guess when I'm cutting the grass. So, like weekends or something like that. Right. Well, no. If I'm going someplace on a Saturday down to Charleston, mm-hmm. I don a necktie. So why do you do that? Like outside of the reasons you've given, like what? When did you start? Uh, you need more reasons. Yeah. When, when, when did you start? Service. Was it was it something that like uh, your your parents did? You know, they were like, okay, we're getting him a suit and a yeah. tie, and he's just going to wear it. Yeah. Better service and attention from women is not good enough for you, Ken. I I don't like. Right. I have <laughs> tough it's, crowd. It's not that I've never worn a, a suit and a suit and a tie. I have, but I have not received those things. Oh, okay. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. As far as professional dress attire goes, the tie takes it from business casual to business professional. I so mean, there's a lot of jobs yes, where you can do that's the like societal, part of the dress code. That's the societal norm, but is yeah. there any logic to that? Why no, does that not. exist? Because perception is reality. I mean, that's. Is it though? Yeah, it I, is. I disagree. Not okay. in, in this case. In, in the case in of case, suits and absolutely. ties, I disagree. Uh, in fact, uh, I have... Uh, Look, you know, they have the whole Milgram experiment on just a dude in a lab coat, right? Sure, like I get you that. Put on, you put on the lab that. coat, yeah. and they go like, oh, this guy is an authority. Yeah. right. If you put on a suit and tie and you start bossing people but around... But I also think it's stupid for people to evaluate people based on just what they're wearing instead of the merits of their character. I mean, that's, that's fine, too. That's absolutely true, but there is something with human psychology where they see the lab coat or they see the nice suit and tie. Yeah. 
and, and I think they, it's, I they think have it's that wrong. connection. It's a, it's a horrible perception to have. If you walk into a room and it's a bunch of polo shirts and a dude in a, in a, in a suit, dude in a suit is in charge. Like that's that's who everyone's going to look at. That is as how the, the dynamic author. works, but that doesn't mean it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Like that is the world we live in. I feel you. And so again, back to the libertarian. Like I've been around. I haven't gone, you know, recently, but I've seen the photos of ill-fitted suits on libertarian dudes. So my mom actually thinks that you're Ian. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, who does she think Ian is? I don't know. <laughs> Does she even know? I who think maybe she just watches is? on. She's only Sundays, watching when you're on. Maybe, right? Okay. But I do the show with Ian. Oh, that's true. On the Wednesdays. so I think maybe that was her confusion. She was like, "Is that Ian?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." But oh, I think she so was you talking con- about you. Confirmed you. the wrong. And now, and now she's very confused, and it's like her whole free talk live life is a lie. Well, according to Peakless Mountaineer, both Ian and I are wizards on some level. Okay, so, so not I, too far off. I don't then. like you know. I don't. Other than having a wizardly beard, as we were talking about earlier during during the break, um, like I don't, you know. But Peakless, what qualifies Ian as a wizard? Well, like this stuff behind oh, okay. me, all this all right. technology and button pushing that you know he's not. It's not his wheelhouse, right? You know, Got doing it. like. And I did go to school for audio engineering, uh, albeit it was in the mid '90s. So I was learning like analog audio engineering, like recording studio style, instead of like networking and it stuff which is what it all is now i paid way too much money to learn stuff that like now you can just go on youtube and learn so yeah that's true for everything though if you've ever learned anything before the advent of youtube you pay too much money for it (laughs) because now it's on youtube i've always gone for the bowl of myself i don't like them choking ties either yeah yeah i i i see i used to actually have a, a series of bolo ties with different like emblems and that kind of thing and i preferred them way over like the regular tie i feel like if you if you fit your shirt properly your tie shouldn't choke you you're not you don't have to yank it up till it's cutting off circulation you know i i do kind of get the neck thing though because i have a weird thing with my neck where i don't want anything touching it i tried a motorcycle jacket on the other day and it has armor in it to protect me if i fall off the bike don't want to get that road rash goes all the way up to the neck so for even just it touching me i was like flipping out so i do i do get the thing with the neck it's just uncomfortable and it's a freaky feeling you know it's like a, you're, i feel like i'm being choked yeah it's for listeners not watching the video nikki's also wearing a necklace yeah but this isn't <laughs> like <laughs> i can't right. have something yeah. touching my okay. neck except this chain I, that's I, around I, my neck the entire time go ahead major i used to wear an indian arrowhead necklace yeah around I, my neck oh i had a yeah, bolo tie with the arrowhead oh. Uh, buddy of mine was old school from now. He says, "Dude, he says you shouldn't wear that." He says, "I snatch that, turn around, and stuff it right in your throat." I mean, and I kind of feel that way about neckties too. Like, it, you know, if you're about to get into a scuttle of some kind, it like gives your uh, uh, offender a a weapon. The speeders here are always bringing up that we that we're not allowed to put automated speeding cameras on state highways. Good. Going through our cities in, in New Mexico. Those things are dangerous. Well, no, the speeders are dangerous. Are they? But what 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 the problem I've been having is that I've been calling our um, lawmakers, senators, and representatives, and the the whole attitude is, well, each each city decides what to do. Because uh, this 
state is that the, each cities have more power than the state. Like in your state, it's a big state. It's a real tiny state. So the the state law just covers the whole entire city, whatever, whatever how many cities you have. But in New Mexico, um, it's a, it's pretty spread out state. So sure. each cities are kind of spread out. Yep. And they've always had more of this autonomy. Each city decided to do their own thing and to just the seems state like a good kinda, thing. Yeah, I would think well, that would be a good thing because it's easier to get things done on a local level. So if sure if, if you're upset with the speeding, with people speeding and other traffic stuff, it would be easier for you to reach out to your local, um, whatever, local politicians and things like that to, to actually... Congress critter. You know, to actually make right. something happen. It's, so, it's yeah, more difficult state- to do that on the state or national level. Sarah, let me ask you a question. Uh, if you had a camera and you went outside and you just started taking pictures of people driving down the street, is it okay if they are then forced to pay you for taking that picture? Well, do I have a, a, the, what do you call it, the speedometer, the registered speed? I don't have that. Yeah, let's say, um, let's say you have a camera that can tell, you know, the speed that a vehicle is traveling at, and it shows you right as you look into the camera and you're about to take the picture. And so you're just standing on, you know, the sidewalk or something, and you start taking pictures of people uh, who are speeding. Do you then have the right to force those people to pay you? Okay, who am I? Am I part of that? Am I uh, of the... I don't know. You're the cameraman. You're, you're a person. I'm just saying, is it okay... You're you. You're Sarah. You're taking these pictures, and no. it clearly says on the camera that these people are going over the posted speed limit. Is it okay then for uh, you to force those people to pay you for taking that photo? No, because I am. Not no, okay. So then, why department. is it okay for somebody else to do it? Especially in fancy restaurants. Somebody else, because that's law enforcement. Because these speeders have caused wrecks, but demolished homes, killed people, caused accidents. I read that there were, in France there was somebody once who wanted to name his daughter Cifaride, but he was not allowed to do it. And that's just as well because giving her that name would have been child abuse. Hey, Jill, can I ask a personal question? Were you, uh, or are you married? No, why? I was just wondering if you were ever, like, you know, coupled up with somebody named Jack. Oh, my father's name was Jack. <laughs> Jack and Jill. All right, just checking. And the father-daughter dance winners. If I'd been a boy, but uh, since I wasn't a boy, I was Jill. And when my brother came along, he was Jack. And I have another brother. And my father, he, he named my sister. She didn't arrive until I was 13, but he named my sister after his deceased mother. I I have to ask, did, did you and your dad ever go up a hill? Or her brother. Oh, her brother I, think so. I think several of them. He built this house in the woods on the hill. But anyhow, I wouldn't I wouldn't have named a dog Jill. It's the plainest of plain Jane names. <laughs> yeah. Even plainer than Jane itself. I, in fact, when I was about 25, I made up a name, a very pretty name for a middle name, paid a lawyer to go to court and get it for me, but I'm not going to say what it is on the air because okay, that's it's fine. a little bit too much personal, too much personal information. Do you think that's the problem with kids nowadays? They don't drink enough and bully each other enough? <laughs> uh, I mean, 
I think if they could find a way to have an environment to help each other sort of thicken up a little bit. Well, now in public school, it's like you can't even. Oh, yeah. Everybody, tease. They, they train you to be so soft. Yeah. Who is more hardened than a public school student that went through a mass shooting? Well, that doesn't happen that often. Y- yeah. It's, I mean, despite what the media would have you believe. I'm just I, saying. Yeah. They have it a lot worse than we did. Wasn't even a threat I'm, when I'm, I was in high school. I'm referring yeah. to more of a uh, no. That's traumatized. You're confusing okay. traumatized with like thick skin, right? If you can get through this, like I mean, without getting too personal, uh, I was very traumatized as a child through child abuse and all that kind of stuff. But then also, I was drinking and insulting my friends along with them insulting me, and like they also. Some of them also had their own, you know, challenges with abuse and things like that. So, you know, that was sort of our way of developing a brotherhood, if you will. You know, this the circle of friends that I had. Uh, some of them were musicians, some of them weren't, and that kind of a thing. But uh, we got really good at it, <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lot of fun because it made us all laugh. Right? Yes. None of us took it too seriously. Right? You know, and nothing was taboo. So we would, you know, insult your mom or whatever. Yeah. Right? You know, all that fun stuff. Well, she showed up wearing a necktie. We mentioned this earlier, but a woman avoided a ticket when she showed the cops who pulled her over a white privilege card instead of her driver's license. Beautiful. Beautiful. Two cops. Well played, man. <laughs> two cops in Anchorage, Alaska reportedly violated department policy in the incident, though it's unclear what the policy was or what disciplinary action they will face. As How the, did they violate policy? As the department is treating the matter as confidential, Anchorage Daily News reports. Mimi... Uh, Israelia wrote in a Facebook post that she was pulled over for we- I'm sorry she was pulled over for weaving in the early hours of July 9th I was like like was she crocheting what was she doing? <laughs> you know? can't knit and drive lady don't knit and drive it's dangerous she was pulled over on July 9th as she was driving to an Anchorage pizzeria after arriving from California for a Trump rally Ooh, good oh, wow. for her Uh, She couldn't locate her license. When prompted, she wrote in the now-deleted post, When I saw my white privilege card, I gave it to him if it's okay. This is poorly written. Or maybe they quoted her, and that's how she said it. That's what she (laughs) wrote. Uh, He laughed, called his partner. It's the first time they'd seen a white privilege card, she said. The novelty card that she handed to them read, White privilege card trumps everything. (laughs) Uh, she was not cited during the incident and was allowed to go. That must be the violation that they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, because you're not supposed to do that if we you're... We can't a- get arrested, Beavis. Well, we have white privilege. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Basically. So there's a, a meme going around on the internet. Uh, recently, there was a, a huge lottery uh, of $1.28 billion. Billion dollars. And, and the, the meme says... Congratulations to the IRS on winning the 846.3 million Mega Millions jackpot. Yeah. That's depressing. More, it's like 60% of the dude's winnings. Yeah, more than half went to taxes. Yeah. The winner got a whopping 433.7 million after tax. What exactly did government do? To assist in, like, I mean, it's not that hard to put together a lottery, right? You sell they allowed tickets, it to happen you know. on their property. Ooh. And so, for that- so, in other words, they invested no money, they invested no time, they invested no labor into making this thing happen. Basically, yes. 
Why, oh, why should they get 60%? Because the winner... Oh, because is- if they don't get it, they will send men with guns to put you in a cage, and if you don't comply, they purport the authority to end your life. That's why. Well, and they just take it. That's right. Most of the time, there is no option of not giving it to them. Correct. They just take it. Can I just have all the winnings and I'll fill out the form myself? <laughs> I promise like, to like, do it correctly. It's like, what's the point of even having a lottery if the government's just going to take 60% of it? The spread between the 24% withholding tax rate and the 37% tax rate on these numbers is another whopping $97,136,000 in theft. I mean tax. That's a big check to write on April 15th, since the tax withholding rate on lottery winnings is only 24%. Some lottery winners do not plan ahead and can have trouble paying their taxes when they file their tax returns the year after they win. Good. Spend it. Blood from a stone at that point. That's one reason the winner should bank some of the money to be sure they have it on April 15th. They're, they're like, now they're basically government propaganda but at this point. didn't they already steal it, though? So I'm confused. I thought they already took the taxes from them. Now they're going to tax them again? Yeah, so they take 24% just before the winner ever sees a dime. Yeah. A, they take 24%. But now yeah. that the winner has received hundreds of millions of dollars, that puts them in the top 37% bracket of earnings for that year. And that okay. the rate of withholding for that is 37%, which results in the IRS taking even more money. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Even if you could figure it out, right? It's still a terrible thing. Yeah. Even if it were 1%, right? So it's still throw fit. Yeah, yeah. If if you do all that, uh, the cash the winner would have left is $470,736,000. Then, depending on whether the winner's state taxes lottery winnings, you may have to add state tax on top of all that, too. If you want to read some of the tales <laughs> where a winning lottery ticket ended up getting the winner into lawsuits over the proceeds, uh, you can find that online, of course. One case upheld a 20-year-old oral argument to split the lottery winnings. So basically somebody was like, if I win the lottery, dude, I'll split it with you. Uh, and so then they won the lottery, and that other person came out. That guy 20 years ago said that if he ever wins the lottery, he'd split it with me. And they were like, okay, you get half. It, okay. What? Was it 20 years Was it twenty years later? Yeah. Okay. That's ridiculous. Uh, they upheld a 20-year-old oral argument to split the lottery. Not even a written agreement. Some suits over lottery winnings are with coworkers and former friends. They put former in parentheses some disputes are with family members or with the or with theirs known as the irs i agreed to donate it all to my church that's right right that's great yep in dickerson versus commissioner an alabama waffle house waitress won a 10 million dollar lottery jackpot on a ticket given to her by a customer supposed to be a tip right Uh. yeah the trouble started when she tried to benefit her family and to spread the wealth the irs said she was liable for gift taxes what? When she transferred the winning ticket to a family company, of which she owned 49%. The waitress fought the tax bill and eventually landed in tax court. But the court agreed with the IRS. Of course. So she lost. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.